The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But Jesus did not say a word in answer to her. Jesus' disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did Jesus' homage, saying to Lord, help me. He said in reply, it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She said, please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, A woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And the woman's daughter was healed from that hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So Jesus says to the disciples, I have come to find the lost sheep of the house of Israel, which is a really nice thing to do. But here's my question What's he doing in Tyre and Sidon? What's he doing up in Phoenicia, way up north? If he's going to be finding the lost sheep of the house of Israel, shouldn't he be in Israel? Shouldn't he be down there in Judea, (laughs) way down south? What's he doing way up there? Well, the reason why he's there is because there is a young girl, a daughter, that is possessed by a demon, and he wants to go up and help the mom of this daughter to resolve this, this problem. So Jesus goes up there, and the first thing he does, he sees the mom is first give her the silent treatment. And then after that, he insults her by, re- by referring to her as a dog. <laughs> why, why would Jesus do that? Why doesn't he just go up there, if that's the reason why he's there, and just say, look, at, I, I've been looking for you. I'm a little busy. I mean, I'm trying to find lost sheep. I'm a shepherd. But I took a little time out to help you out with your daughter. That's why I came all the way out of my way to see you. Why didn't Jesus just say that? That would have been so much nicer. Because inside of the mom, inside of the woman, is hidden goodness. She's committed. She's determined. She's dedicated. She's faithful. And she has that, I will never, never give up on God. And what Jesus did see drew it out of her. She drew all this hidden goodness that's inside of her, drew it out of it, and exposed it so that all of us could see what great faith that she had. That's what God does. He draws out the goodness that's inside of us. Look at Abraham. Abraham says to God, well, what did you do that for? 
Well, what did you do that for? I, you, you tell me to sacrifice my only son, the son that I love. And then you tell me on, to, to go to this mountain that takes three days, three days to get to. And then I got to carry this load of wood up top of a mountain. And it's only at the last second, the very last second that you tell me no. Don't sacrifice the son. Why? Why did you have me do all of that? You know I'm faithful. Because inside of Abraham, see, there's all this hidden greatness. God wants to draw it out, wants to pull it out. His commitment, his dedication, his, I will never give up on God. Same thing happens to Job. Job says to God, what should you do that for? So you take away everything that I own, my house, my family, all my money, as if that's not enough, you send all these friends over to tell me to, to try to convince me to turn against you, and you know that I'm not going to ever turn against you. Why'd you do all that? Because there's hidden goodness in Job. God's what God does. He draws it out, draws it out, exposes it so all can see. My fly fishing friend, when he died, his closest friends went in the house and they discovered that he had a bamboo rod in his closet. Nobody knew he had a bamboo rod. So they gave the rod to me because they knew that I would really appreciate it. And I do. I really like bamboo rods. They really bend really well and they snap back straight. Now, bamboo, you can grow bamboo anywhere. Down the Cape, they have bamboo. But people that make the bamboo rods only go to one field in the world, one field, just one, to purchase their bamboo, to make their bamboo rods. And that field is in southeast China. Why do they go to this one field? Because in that field has the worst weather on the planet. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's monsoon alley there. And the heavy winds and the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the horrible weather blows that bamboo and then it snaps back up straight again. And, the, and all of the, the fibers in the bamboo get really strong because of the wind. That bamboo rod that they gave me is 50 years old. It's going to last another 50 years. It'll outlast your cell phone or your laptop. Take, for instance, the pipe organ that we have in the back of the church in the choir loft. It's actually just made of small little thin pieces of wood, movable wood. It's a hundred years old. They built it a hundred years ago. It'll last another hundred years. All I have to do is just tune it once in a while. It'll outlast you're the car engine that's made of steel. How is that possible? How is that possible that little pieces of movable wood can outlast an engine made of steel? Because the builders that built that tracker pipe organ built it to last 100 years. The people that built your cell phone built it to last one year so it will be replaced in the next year. So let's go back to the gospel again, and we ask the question, and I hear this all the time. Why was, God, why was Jesus so mean to the woman? Why couldn't he just be nice? Why did he insult her? Why did he call, refer her to her as a, as a dog? Which in the ancient world was an awful insult. Why did he do that? Because God builds us up. He builds us up to last. Last. 